0: dry the land, and end the marsh swamp conditions which the doctor believes is the source of the fevers which plague the people here each summer. Durnford, who is a civil engineer, has already drawn plans to be used to guide the waters clear of the swamp. Dr. Lorimer was insistent on actions, repeating that last summer there were more than 200 deaths from fevers here in Pensacola, two-thirds of them men in the military. This is John Appleyard for News Radio 1620. You know more about what matters in your life because you listen to the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jenna Barr, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620.
1: The views and opinions heard on this show are not necessarily those of News Radio 923 but those of the sponsor.
0: Good morning, good morning. I'm Jenna Barr, and you're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Hey, I have been loving hearing from y'all this morning, so please continue to join into the conversation. We love hearing from you. 850-437-1620 is the number to text, or you can call, and you might have a couple of questions with our next guests. We have a powerhouse, a room full of ladies here um, with some of the coolest names, and uh, we're going to talk about... Heart Health Month and uh, congenital heart disease. And we're gonna talk, like, I, want, I wanna I want be able to give people an opportunity to ask questions or even share stories if you're comfortable with people you know who have been impacted and affected by um, heart disease in general. Um, February is, in fact, Heart Disease Awareness Month, and so we focus a lot on heart health. And I think that's important because it's still the beginning of the year. We're still going to try with those resolutions. I know y'all got it in you. And, of course, we want a healthy heart because it's the one we've got, the only one we get, and uh, we want to take care of it. So joining me now, we have Inger Berg. She is the Development Director for the American Heart Association. Welcome, Inger Absolutely, and I'm super excited. We also have... Bevan Weeks. Now, Bevan, you are going to be our doctor in charge this morning. She just, <laughs> She's <laughs> like, wait, don't put that pressure on me. Um, Bevan, you are the pediatric cal- cardiologist excuse me, at Nemours. Welcome to the Pensacola Expert Panel.
2: Thanks so much. I'm excited to be here.
0: And I'm excited. And again, if you have a question, 850-437-1620. We also have Monica Sanford. You are an acute care nurse practitioner at West Florida Cardiology. Welcome. Thank you you. you so much. I'm really excited. Let's just jump right in. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just first turn it over to you, Inger, and just share the importance with American Heart Association, the history behind it, and why we need to focus on heart health.
1: Well, the American Heart Association is the largest volunteer um, nonprofit health organization in the United States. Um, we have been around for 98 years, um, so some staying power there. And it's February, it's it's Heart Month, and we just want to encourage people to um, be aware of that, be aware of what's going on in their bodies. Um, you know, so we lose so many people a year to things like heart disease and stroke, and then other diseases that go along with that. Diabetes um, is, is a big one. So we're just encouraging people to have some awareness about that and talk with their doctor um, and, and see what they can do about that. And I will say the pandemic has significantly impacted our risk for heart disease and stroke. Um, one in five people have reported lower, um, lower physical wellness Um, And one and three have reported lower emotional wellness. Um, Over the past year, many of us have adopted some unhealthy behaviors, like we're skipping exercise, we're eating unhealthy foods, we might be drinking a little bit more, um, and using tobacco and all of those things can increase our risk for heart disease and stroke.
0: Okay, so how... Really, just, um, you know, because I know we want to talk about uh, congenital heart disease and especially with children who are born with it. But I do want to focus real quick just to give our listeners maybe a couple of tips. Really, if you've been in that rut, um, whether it's the pandemic blues that have caught up to you or just overall, you, you, you know, you've never really known how to just start.
1: Right. I think that you you start by doing right. So if you're not doing anything, maybe take Ten minutes a day, and take a walk on your lunch hour if you can, um, or before you head off for work in the morning, or when you get home. The days are starting to get longer, so it's, it's the weather is enough <laughs> enough to get outside and, and get some fresh air and move around. Um, if you're already exercising, can you increase that? Do a little bit more. Um, when we talk about diet, we want you to look at the eat the rainbow, right? So your fresh produce, um, look for the colorful things, and shop the perimeter of the grocery store. Um, There are lots of resources and recipes on our website, heart.org, where you can find heart-healthy, low-sodium recipes, things that are geared for diabetics, um, things that are kind of small meals for just uh, two adults versus a family, but we've got family meals as well
0: absolutely so pretty just start somewhere do something healthier uh Monica was also just encouraging you if you have wanting to stop smoking please stop smoking stop sm-
1: yes stop smoking.
0: <laughs> I think that's one thing I just like you know I have I've seen um being a former smoker to be completely honest uh and it's been almost 16 17 years um it took one phone call from a really good friend who she was a smoker as well and had lung cancer and um I was like nope we're done and it didn't I I think it changed but it's not always easy so you know find different ways but it's it's just overall better for your health if you do your best in trying and just starting somewhere. Talk to a therapist, go and talk to your doctor about different methods, but start somewhere. So I love that, and uh, thank you for sharing that here. And again, if you have a question, please don't hesitate to chime into the conversation uh, this morning. Eight five zero four, three, seven, 1620. Again, you were just hearing Inger Berg. She is the development director for the American Heart Association, well-renowned association that has been encouraging people to get heart healthy. We are in Heart Month. Um, Right now, we also have Bevan Weeks, pediatric cardiologist, Cardiologist. words are hard right now, at Nemours. Um, Bevan, share a little bit more about what you are doing and what you are seeing at Nemours.
2: So, uh, as you guys know, Nemours is a five-state enterprise focused on children's health and well-being, and I am one of three cardiologists. My partners are Dr. Alex Arevalo and Dr. Mary Mehta, and together we are working to provide uh, cardiology services for the children and young adults of the panhandle.
0: Excellent. And... um we're going to talk a little bit, it's a little bit heavier too. I know I said this is not my, you know, something that we're, we want to get excited about, but it's something that we need to be aware of. And we like to raise awareness and bring education to the Pensacola expert panel. And also what it does, I believe, in my opinion, is it adds a level of support and compassion and understanding for people who might drive by the Nemours sign every single day, like I do, uh, to go to work or to go to the grocery store or wherever, and you don't really know what's happening or who who's being impacted behind that building. So I want you to share a little bit about, um, and Monica Sanford, she is the, an acute care nurse practitioner at West Florida Cardiology. I want you, you to be able to jump into the conversation as well whenever you want to. I want you to share about uh, congenital heart disease in a Especially children who are born with it.
2: So if you have congenital heart disease, you are born with it. You are it. That born with it. That is the very definition of it. So uh, congenital heart diseases are structural defects of the heart. So um, when the heart is forming during the baby's development during pregnancy, the structure doesn't come out right. And those defects can be really mild and just things that we follow over time and never have to do anything about to something much more significant that requires several surgeries over the child's lifetime. Um, And the thing about congenital heart disease is I think people don't really realize it's happening sometimes or that it's a thing until it shows up on their own doorstep. But the reality is, is that one out of every hundred babies born alive is born with some form of structural heart defect. Wow.
3: Yeah. And that's about 40,000 babies a year. So, and she was just saying, Dr. Weeks was saying about um, what they do at Nemours. And if you know somebody, and if you, because like you said, they don't know until it hits them on their doorstep. But if you uh, have a child born with congenital defects or know somebody, um, actually, a local group here in town that is also a nonprofit, the Mended Little Hearts of Pensacola. The director is Ashley Bax- Baxley. Uh, they have a website, uh, Mended Little Hearts of Pensacola, you can go to the website. They have resources, contacts, networking, events, all things like that and uh, definitely they are in touch with Dr. Mary Mehta all the time at Nemours giving them kind of resources and things to help these new, the new moms and new babies.
0: Okay, excellent, and I love that we have nonprofits who are a support team because I can't even imagine having a child born with any kind of defect or illness or ailment, or you just you don't want to see anybody sick. But it's really difficult when you have a newborn, innocent child who has something. Now, can you share um, too, just even for? my understanding because i actually have a family member she's older now but we they didn't realize because she was born um, in a third world country Um, and then recently they discovered that she has congenital heart disease Um, why is it important to identify it early
2: so sometimes the diseases that are most severe actually require intervention within the first few days of the baby's life So we want to make sure that those deliveries happen at a site where those interventions can occur, and we're not trying to transport babies who are sick. If it has to be done, we can certainly do it safely, but here at the Pensacola location of Nemours, we're in constant contact with Nemours Children's Hospital in Orlando. We partner with them, we communicate with them really seamlessly, and thankfully, so many of the major defects are now diagnosed before the babies are even born so that we are ready when they come. We set the moms up with safe delivery plans, and we get those babies the care they need right away.
3: Wow. And thanks to all the care that they are doing, uh, pediatric cardiologists and pediatric surgeons, these babies and children and teens are living into adulthood. And my, ch- my son was uh, diagnosed when I was seven months pregnant and now he's 30. So he has had all the pediatric care and the adult care. So very important in this uh, day and age that the adults with congenital have a collaborative, like she was saying, they're in touch with Orlando the, in Nemours. The Here in town, my son sees Dr. Vido. He's uh, Thank goodness he has uh, devoted a lot of his practice to adult congenitals and he does a very collaborative effort with Emory or uh, Shands or Mayo, whoever he needs to come in contact with to take care of these adults with CHD.
0: So we do have adults being seen as well at Nemours.
3: So we will
2: see patients up to age 21 at Nemours and then we partner with other sites within the state or um, as Monica was saying Dr. Vadeau in the community to make sure that their transition from pediatric care to adult congenital care is seamless.
0: And is there, what is the, a big difference between the pediatric care and adult care uh, when it comes to like seeing a doctor? Is there medication? Is there just a routine check? Do you have to have equipment in your home? they,
3: They do have the ACC, American College of Cardiology and American Heart Association. Just, they always put out the adult congenital Uh, national guidelines for Mm -hmm. surveillance and registries, things like that, to make sure they are getting the uh, continued care within a national guideline for congenital, for adult congenitals, meaning they survey their different organs that their heart may affect differently but as adults they also have the same things that adults have when they grow up they want to get pregnant they want to you know um, we make sure they control their diabetes their blood pressure things like that that all adults have they have adult uh, other comorbidities with congenital heart I think so adults uh, need to have all the adult things taken care of I think the
2: really great news is that the, our ability to care for these babies and children with congenital heart disease has, and to do so well, has come so far in the last 20 to 30 years that there are now more people with congenital heart disease living over the age of 18 than under the age of 18. So for us, it's so rewarding and so satisfying to see that the, the, great care that we're able to provide in infancy and in childhood translates to people living happy productive lives even with their chd
0: okay and that kind of brings us to um back kind of full circle to overall health because yeah. there you know that's there is the setbacks when it comes to congenital heart disease but it also means that there is this group effort to take care of our hearts which brings us back to heart month and knowing that we need heart, healthy hearts to thrive or focusing on having the healthiest hearts possible despite what life has handed to us. Uh, And so um, through the American Heart Association, um, are you are y'all offering like educational classes um, for people not only with congenital heart disease, but other heart defects or issues?
1: So there's definitely a number of resources online at our website, heart.org. I think in in this day and age, we want to be very careful um to just have a virtual option for people right now. Um, I think locally there are definitely some talks that are going on. I think there's one next week um, out of Baptist with Dr. Al Sheikh um, about heart health. So you can find that on, on Baptist website. It's a virtual lunch and learn. Um, for for us, the my kind of closing message to the listeners is to think about talking with your doctor this month. And we want you to talk to your doctor about what we call our Life Simple 7. And so that is controlling your blood pressure, if it's not controlled, um, and at least knowing what your blood pressure is. So a healthy blood pressure should be 120 over 80 or less. Um, We want you to know what your cholesterol is, and if it's high, work with your physician um, to lower that, either through diet and lifestyle changes or medication. Reduce your blood sugar, um, and certainly know what that is. And then the last four well, you know, not necessarily metrics, but get active. So if you're not active, start walking. That's the easiest form of exercise. Ever, most anyone can do it. Um, eat better. Again, so shop the perimeter of the grocery store. Think about the um, things that come from the ground. Things that have a mother, as we say. <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> um, lose weight. <laughs> it's a big one. It's a hard one, but it's so important for your overall health. And then stop smoking and that's probably one of the single biggest things that you can do to improve your cardiovascular health is to quit smoking Mm.
3: and know the signs and symptoms of stroke know the signs and symptoms if you think you're having some kind of coronary event or heart uh, event definitely keep those in mind it definitely shows up different in women sometimes we have them coming in with more they just can't walk up a flight of stairs like they could, or go walk out and check the mailbox, you know, things like that, or walk around the mall. They feel more fatigued over the past days, weeks, months. Um, swelling in their legs that wasn't there before. A little nauseous doing things, uh, and mainly their some uh, a lot of their pain, a chest pain, heart pain comes uh, in the middle of their back, like a banding kind of around uh, their rib cage, uh, and of course, men all oh, uh, seems to always come in they are, uh chest pain and nauseous and they need their heart check definitely but signs and symptoms of a stroke you know if you are slurring speech facial drooping you can't make words or not understanding words um and of course that all goes back to stop smoking and control your blood pressure you know <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, and to, I, I'm going to be podcasting this here. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620, 850 uh, We do have people, they're texting in saying we're loving this, loving all the information. Um, I'm going to be podcasting this on our NewsRadio923.com website, so you can uh, go back and take a listen. Also, I put in there what you need to focus on, and you called it the what seven
1: The
0: Life's Simple 7. Life's Simple 7. Healthy blood pressure, healthy cholesterol, reducing that blood sugar. I know how that can really get out of hand fast. Getting active, eating better, losing weight the healthiest way. Make sure that you are doing it a healthy way. Um, No extremes. No extremes. And then, of course, um, like Monica said, please stop smoking. We really want healthy lungs because that helps you keep a healthy heart. Um, We are talking heart month and trying to just get everybody healthy we want a healthy world we've just spent two years now (sighs) focusing a lot on unhealthiness and it's been scary there's a lot going on um but it's it's time to get back into the groove of seeing that i love the american um heart association's website you can heart. Dot .org and I love where did it see it said reclaim your rhythm I love that um and then at the bottom I also saw like pump up the jams you know get get heart healthy in an active fun way yes, too get yeah get moving and have fun get your friends involved as well but are there other things that we really want to focus on too when it comes to being heart healthy
3: well I really want if we have a minute for Dr. Weeks to say what to look for if you if your baby's been born, what to look for that is scary enough to take them into a doctor. So
2: I think the take home message there is that if mom is concerned or dad is concerned, in my opinion, the mom and dad are always right until we can prove otherwise. Um, The good news is that in the state of Florida, like almost every other state in the United States, no baby leaves a hospital after being born in a hospital without having a routine screen for congenital heart disease. It's really simple. They check the oxygen levels in the upper body and in the lower body. They should match and they should be normal. And if they don't, that will send a sign to the nursery that they need to get us involved and that they need to have us come and evaluate the baby, whether that's just by listening and feeling pulses. Uh, maybe an EKG or an ultrasound of the heart, and that will often get the ball rolling in any baby who hasn't been diagnosed prenatally. Um, Sometimes, for whatever reason, it doesn't always work out. Maybe the baby wasn't born in a hospital or mom didn't have prenatal care. The babies will present with all kinds of different signs um, in infancy or early childhood. A murmur, so a sound of blood flow through the heart that doesn't sound normal. Or um, in the babies, the number one sign is really poor feeding, difficulties breathing and feeding. Um, you know, We've talked a lot about exercise in the older people, but in babies, really their one form of exercise is feeding. So if they're not able to do so without difficulty, that tells us that maybe there's something wrong there and there's something that we
3: should be taking a look at as cardiologists.
0: Yeah, don't write it off.
2: Absolutely
3: not. If Talk the to your doctor. baby's sluggish, lethargic, not eating, not... You know and getting short of breath kind of crying or feeding mm-hmm. that's a big red flag they need to go be seen
0: okay excellent and share this information as well with um your fr- you don't want to scare anybody let me stop you don't want to <laughs> scare anybody right we're not the education might seem scary but just take it as like a loving offer we're in the love yeah. month right so we're all about awareness yeah awareness it means that you just love people enough to make them um, aware of what's going on or, or what could be going on and I remember you know I, it wasn't a heart issue you know praise God but uh, I had a child who had like a tongue tie I didn't know what that was as a new mom I didn't know anything like why aren't they eating and they're, they're like in pain constantly and they couldn't nurse and I thought oh. there was something wrong with me it doesn't hurt to ask questions I think that's the best place to start is ask questions yeah. and speak up on Information behalf of your is kid. always power. Exactly. I love that. We have a a couple moments left here. We are talking heart health. It is heart month. Um, We have several ladies here joining us. Um, Again, Inger Berg, she's the development director for the American Heart Association. Uh, She is bringing heart health awareness to you. You can go online to heart.org. Also visit our uh, podcast later. Bevan Weeks, she is a pediatric cardiologist at Nemours. Thank you, Dr. Weeks, for coming in. Um, And then we have Monica Sanford. She's acute care nurse practitioner at West Florida Cardiology. So. Much information um, that you have shared with us, but where where is the best place for people to start to go get information for this month?
1: Well, again, heart.org's got that's the one site that's got everything on there, and I would also say talk with your doctor. So if you're not seeing a cardiologist, um, certainly you can talk to your primary care physician or your nurse practitioner that you see. Um, and if you have a cardiologist and you've got some concerns, definitely
0: make some time to talk to them. Absolutely. And um, for
3: pediatric and adult, we have conqueringchd.org, uh, Mendel Little Hearts of Pensacola on their Facebook, uh, Adult Congenital Heart Association. It's A C H A heart.org for adult congenital issues and then well for the little ones we have so many great Mm -hmm. pediatricians in the Pensacola community we're really lucky
2: that we have that resource available to us so I encourage parents if they have any questions or concerns reach out to their pediatricians we are always happy to to see patients and and talk to parents and address their concerns you can get us at Nemours.org or 850-505-4700
0: And Dr. Weeks, if somebody is new to the area or they have um, a grandchild that's going to be born to the area, can their their family call Nemours and maybe ask for a recommendation with doctors who, you know, specialize or, you know, have some of your recommendations for the area as well?
2: Sure. So there are, Nemours is a multi-specialty center. So there are plenty of, of subspecialists there available. And we do partner with lots of pediatricians in the community. Um, so I would also, you know, new to the area, reach out to friends, family, find out who they like and, and who's been a good fit for them and, and start, start looking for good care in the community.
0: Excellent. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining me today here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. I look forward to catching up with y'all very soon. Again, go online, heart.org, take care of your hearts and uh, get healthy this month. Thank you again.
2: Thank Thank you. you.
0: Thank you. All right. We've got more coming your way here on the Pensacola Expert Panel, 850-437-1620. We'll get a local news update coming up next.
3: News.